Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hi. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Buzzworthy Radio right now. I am Navelle J. Lee. I am your host of this show, this wonderful show here on online. I see many of you are hopping onto the switchboard and in the chat room. I appreciate that very much. I am very humbled, let alone honored, for the fact that we will be talking to Maurice Bernard on this show. I just got a question if this show is longer than a half an hour. It is because we are re-airing our Brett Claywell and Scott Evans interview that we did this past Friday. I also want to make mention of the people that are hopping onto the switchboard right now. A lot of parameters went into this, and one of those is that I did agree and did throw forth out there for this interview that during the live broadcast, I would not take any callers on the air. It would just be me and him asking the questions right here. So you will just get to hear Maurice and myself during this interview. So that was that was kind of the deal breaker for this. So I know that you guys were expecting to talk to him, but I kind of had to make it I had to make it a little bit easier for him to get here. So that that was a uh, that was pretty much part of the deal for this. But uh, I do appreciate all the calls and the feedback and everything like that in the chat room. So I do apologize for that. But let's get right into it. Let's start it off here. Maurice Bernard is with us. So. Tell us a little bit about this storyline, and also Dominic, somehow, he has this fire that's on the show. He brings it out, out of both of you. And what was, what's it like working with him? And I heard that you read with him during the audition process, and you thought that he was the best Dante to play this part. Well, working I think, uh, you know, there, was so, there were a lot of great actors that came in. I was... I was it was exciting, you know. Uh but Dominic to me had the animal ma- animal uh thing inside of him that I felt, you know, everybody everybody liked him and and we all talked about it and I felt he had that animal thing that that you need to have as my son. Mm-hmm. And it's proven that uh, it's it's there and it's working, you know. Him and I when we work it's like uh it's so easy. Yeah. Because you know we challenge each other, and he, you know, it's it's great, it's fantastic. What can, if you can say, what can we expect more from this storyline? We already had the confrontation. Um, Dante was already revealed. That well, he... you know what's <clears throat> during uh, what's been airing this week. It's funny. I was sick as a dog. <laughs> I can and hear it a little bit. Yeah. You could, and it worked for what was going on, you know, but. Uh, I know there, and I don't remember because I was so sick. But next week, the week after, is some great, great stuff. If you think you've seen something now, what's I mean, although the Friday show, you know, the big show where I shoot him was fantastic. I mean, I don't know if you could top that as far as just the drama of it, but the acting and the writing for the next couple of weeks to months is unreal. And I don't, I don't even know what goes on after it, but I hear it still goes on for great stuff for a while. A lot of repercussions coming from this. Yeah, yeah. Especially myself, besides being a host, but watching this as a fan of the show, I'm watching it 
And Sonny's one of my favorite characters. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sugarcoating it. I love Sonny to death. I really do. And watching it deal with his, can I say demons? I guess that's the right word. Yeah, demons. yeah, it's good. That's good. Uh, dealing with the fact that he just shot his own son, not to mention the fact he didn't know that this was his son, kept from him for so long. Yeah. And now he's dealing with the fact that he did shoot his family, a part of his family, which is something that Sonny would never want to do. He loves his family to death. So I think that's really one of the one of the major key elements of this storyline that I'm alluding is to see how Sonny is going to cope and deal with this afterwards. I think that's part of the storyline that makes it so great. Yeah, um, uh, everything you said was so right on. I mean, the fact that uh, he's dealing with his kids is so great because you he you really see him having to really be uncomfortable and deal. Because when kids talk, you have to listen. You can't you know mm-hmm. let that go. I mean, if it's just adults, he's had that in the past. You know, you're bad. Right. You're bad. You shouldn't have done this. But with the kids. It's uh, it's amazing to to uh, to play because it's not easy, and all my kids are wonderful, and that's yeah. a another thing about what's happening as far as in my opinion. You just what with me and my kids and and with Lisa as the mother of Dante, you believe you believe it physically, right. acting wise, and that's important because if if you kind of don't believe it. It's just a, it just becomes what a soap is, right? Right. But right now you believe in it all, and it's like wow, it's almost like watching a great movie, you know. And I have to say one more thing. This is, has nothing to do with anything, but your voice reminds me of my best friend, <laughs> who, who who just died, passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. And it's 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 amazing. It's it's, it's it's oh man, it's weird. Anyway, go ahead. I hope that's good. <laughs> oh, it's, it's good, but it's also uh, yeah, it's sad to me. You know, it's, it's totally understandable. Yeah. Totally understandable. Anyway, and uh, when with this storyline, uh, and this is this is something that's in my head. I don't know if this is going to happen but again. This is the fan of me speaking, but I would love it if, besides the fact that he has to cope with this by himself, at least have somebody by his side, and I'm I'm uh, going the lengths of, like, Carly, maybe, if not Olivia. I, more or less Carly by his side, because I think something like this should bring forth, like, a past love that Sonny has had to... Yeah, it, you know, um, I definitely, I completely, and I, I like what you're saying. I mean, you're, you're, you're right on, and I can tell you, you're into the, you're, you're somebody who watches the show and whatnot, which is great for me, because... Sometimes you get people who don't, they just ask the same question. <laughs> uh, I agree with you. And I think uh, there's going to be a little of Carly, a little of Olivia, and there may be a possibility of, of, you know, you never know who's coming down the line. I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, that that's also a possibility. But, it, it, you know, it's always, but you know what's beautiful, what they're doing writing-wise? They're having a lot of people like Robin come in, Carly. Olivia and I are fighting a lot, but uh, Jason, uh, Michael, who who I can kind of bounce off of. Right. And you see that part of it. But I do definitely agree, and I think the fans want a romantic love. You know, it's been, it's been I don't know, since Kate that he's had 
And that's a long, that's a while now since he's had a romantic love, you know. Exactly, exactly. I still feel Brenda's the love of Sonny's life, but <laughs> I do. I feel Brenda is the love of Sonny's life. I grew up with them. Come on, I yeah, that was me. That's just me. That's just my two cents I'm throwing out there. I'm allowed, I think. I think I'm allowed. But, yeah. Here's the hoping, maybe. Yeah, but sure. Here's the hoping. Tell us about this contest that you got going on. I saw this the other day, and I was, like, looking at it. And I said, that's pretty tight that you're doing this this whole entire month. Tell yeah, us a little bit Yeah, you know, it's my wife's idea, and I definitely agreed. It, it's... Uh, my wife can come up with some great things and and you know look it's not about anything i'm not doing it for money or anything like that to, but i'm just doing it for the love of the story and i'm yeah. also doing it because i haven't uh done appearances in a long time because uh, i'm you know i haven't flown since uh seven years ago or whatever but uh so it's a chance to, it's a good chance for me to talk to the fans and and see what they think and and uh you know we Look, you know, the soaps are, uh, as people are saying, are kind of, uh, it's a dying breed somewhere. A dying breed. But you know what? We keep doing what we're doing right now. I can't imagine people not wanting to watch. Yeah. So, you know. I heard that a lot, especially with the storyline. The biggest thing, the biggest compliments I've heard, the words exactly was, General Hospital, what happened in General Hospital? It's on Fire. Yeah. That was it. That's it. It is and on fire. And, you know, the, the more people talk, the more, I mean, I'm hearing the ratings are showing that, and that's what we need because, uh, and we got to continue it all year round. I mean, I know it's tough. <laughs> yes. But yes. if you can, if you can maybe not match this story, but do, you know, you know, at, at 75%, 70%, people will keep going. The problem is with soaps is you do these stories and then all of a sudden it dies, 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 and then people stop. And so you really have to continue. I know it's difficult, but it but it has to be done. It gets stale after a while, and that's yeah. what happens when people start tuning out. They're not interested. They're not invested anymore. Right. But right and now, I mean, I watched yesterday's show, and I can't imagine somebody tuning in not wanting to know what happens Monday. Exactly. I mean, it's just amazing to me. It just it just went uphill. Besides your story, uh, Jonathan Jackson, I'm, yeah. I'm so happy he's back on the show. No right. offense to Greg. I love Greg, but Jonathan Jackson brought something to Lucky again that he's played years ago. Yeah. That started uphill, and then it then your story hit, and then it just went uphill some more, and it's just it's just continuing on that stretch. It, I think I think what's happening is everybody is stepping up. And and the writing is getting even better because I think that, like I said before, the point of view when, when you're when you're when you're acting and your point of view is strong, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna bring it because if you don't bring it, you get sucked in. So you know because the other person has a, a strong point of view, right? And if you're not bringing it, you're gonna you know you're gonna get eaten up. They're gonna they're gonna lose quickly to it. They're gonna lose right. quickly to. What's going on on the screen? When you when two people have two strong points of view, you better you better step up. Yeah. And if you don't, there we go. Yeah, I remember you saying that to Vanessa Marcel when she first started working with you. You said that if you worked with me, you got to go to acting class. What? I remember that quote. I remember that. <laughs> I thought that was so killer. I thought that well, was genius. She, she actually said, but I did not say. She said that I told her she sucked and. 
but that wasn't true uh, at all. It wasn't true. What I said to her was, look, you know, how good do we want to be here? Mm-hmm. And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, we can keep doing this kind of dance that's kind of blah, blah, blah. But if you, we want to we want to take it to the, the, the levels of greatness, we got to really work hard. I said, you know, let me show you what I a bit of what I do. And she said, <clears throat> I'd love it with, with excitement. Yeah. And we and, and it was great. She's so she was so receptive and learned and and you know she was one who wanted to be better and it was fantastic. Absolutely. I gotta ask you this too before we wrap up. Are you submitting yourself? After this year, well, you know, Paula, you know, that was for last for last year. Paula, Paul, my wife, did it, you know, again, mm-hmm. which is great. It was fine, you know. I mean, uh, I'm into it, you know, as much as I can be, and it's all good. I mean, I, I'm I'm having as much. To me, winning Emmys and not winning Emmys right now, this is like better than any Emmy. Just doing, watching everybody do. The, the work they're doing on this show and me being able to come in and and just do what I do and it's it's just it's, it makes you want it makes you proud right it does yeah. keeps you wanting to do more that's yeah. it that is how it rolls and also you guys if you want to get if you want to enter this this contest that he is doing he's doing it for the whole month of February log on to mauricebernard.tv uh, click on the image, just put in there your name, email, phone number, short little note. He picks one person a day for this entire month. Catch him at Sonny Corrientos on ABC, weeknights on SoapNet. Again, a pleasure, sir, to have you here. Doors always open, of course. I always invite everybody back if they would like to, and I open, open that door to you. So I appreciate the great question. Absolutely. You take care now. We'll keep on watching you, all right? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Maurice Bernard, everybody. Sending Corinthians on General Hospital weekdays on ABC, weeknights on Stuffnet. Pretty soon I'm going to sound like one of those ABC-type promos to tell you to watch weekdays on ABC, weeknights on Stuffnet, huh? What did you think, guys? I loved it. I love this guy. He's awesome. He's amazing. I hope you guys enjoyed him here on this podcast I know, bittersweet, short and to the point. I know, I know, I know. But you got to take it while you can. you got to take it while you can. And plus, I want to make sure you guys are aware of this, that when this show ends, when this show ends, you will be able to download this show after it's over. So don't think just by the fact that you just now listened to this, this is a done deal. You won't be able to hear hear this interview again, you'll be able to download this interview off of this website at blogtalkradio.com slash buzzworthyradio. I'll also be putting up the link on my website at buzzworthyradio.net. We are re-airing the Scott Evans and Brett Claywell interview, but I'm going to upload just this Maurice Bernard interview on the website. So if you just want to hear the Maurice Bernard part, go to buzzworthyradio.net. Later on tonight, it should be fully uploaded by tomorrow morning and you'll be able to just hear the Maurice Bernard show. But if you want to hear both this one and Scott and Brett, stay tuned. You'll be able to download this episode after probably about a half hour after it's done. So, yeah, definitely, definitely check back here. We're going, to be, we're going to take a quick little break here, and then we're going to get right into Scott Evans and Brett Claywell. I want to thank you guys so much 
for coming here and listening to Maurice Bernard. Great guy, great actor. Love him on GH. I know you guys do too. But, oh, crap, my switchboard just froze, so I can't play the file to go ahead and go to break. <laughs> Welcome to live radio, folks. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> so it looks like I'm now going to have to keep talking until my Firefox browser gets back up and running. And now I'm not going to take my break anymore. <laughs> I don't know what you all are saying in the chat room right now because it just completely froze. I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I will say that I was amazed to see a lot of people in here, especially that of Riel Andrews. That was a great, great thing. So I appreciate everybody that came out and listened to this. But uh, here it is. Here is the Scott Evans and Brett Claywell interview that most did not get to hear on Friday and most are going to get to hear for the first time tonight. So here it is, for your pleasure. I am joined by the magnificent Brett Claywell from One Life to Live, plays the role of Kyle Lewis. Thanks so much for stopping here with us today. No problem. Magnificent. That's not a word usually associated with me, but I'll take it. (laughs) Oh, you'll take it. And uh, you know the surprise that I told you that I had for you? Yeah, I, I remember you, you you mentioned that. All right. Well, how about the fact that I bring on your surprise right now? I know you guys are only expecting Brett today, but I managed to finagle a little something-something for you. Uh, not only are you going to get one half of Kish, you're going to get the other half of Kish. Scott Evans <laughs> is here with us right now. Hello? How are you doing? Oh, can you hear me? Am I, am I coming through? You I are can hear you, through. Scott. Uh, hi, Brad. How are you? Surprise. Hi, Scotty. How you doing <laughs> there, buddy? I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> you liked that, didn't you? You liked That's that. That's adorable. I haven't actually heard Scott's voice in quite a while. I just like I've seen you forever. Actually, I saw, I heard it in the background of a phone last, or two nights ago. So, so that's 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 the closest I've gotten to Scott in a while. <laughs> yeah, I I said, you know, he, you know, he's here. You know, we have Brad here. I was like, you know, why don't I try? Why don't I try to get Scott here to join? And I didn't think it was gonna happen. I had no clue that this was gonna this was gonna pan out. I just said, you know, I'll just run with it. Here comes an email. He emails me, and, and he says, what do I have to do? What do I have to call? I was like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the first words out of my mouth. I was like, are you serious? Really? <laughs> well, you're lucky. Well, you're lucky he doesn't have, yeah, yeah, you're lucky he doesn't have a dodgeball game right now. Cause that was, <laughs> uh, oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> here. This is awesome. I'm loving it. Uh, Scott Evans, everybody, he plays Oliver Fish. Fish. Every time I think of fish, I think of getting some fish. But uh, <laughs> I do. I, I'm, not, I'm not lying. I think of fish. But uh, you are involved in one of the most talked about storylines that's going on in One Life to Live right now. I'm a huge fan of it, and I know a lot of people on Twitter are loving it as well. And Basically, you guys have set the bar in daytime television where you actually got to have same-sex sex scenes. Yes, we which did. Was talked about, which was talked about for, like, how how long now? I mean, it's been it's been everywhere. You know, it got YouTube. 
like, what, five minutes after it aired? And I'm probably not even giving it that much justice. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably even not giving it that much justice. But, you know, it, it's just, it was incredible that it, we were actually able to see something like that. When the script came and you guys found out that you were going to do this, and not just that, but it was going to be approved to be shown on television, what were your initial thoughts when that happened? Uh, I, well, I think I think when we first got it, we were, you know, we were expecting it. To, to happen eventually, we just didn't know when, and then it happened, and it was kind of, you know, right around the time that all that stuff was happening with Adam Lambert at the VMA, like the NABC and everything, and so I was nervous. I, was, I, don't, I didn't know what was going to happen, didn't think it was going to even be possible, but I'm glad that it all turned out well. Absolutely. I mean, I think we were, <clears throat> I think we were a little apprehensive about everything leading up to it, just because the entire ride was kind of... Uh, was kind of wild for for both of us, um, but we were really really um, happy with with the result, and uh, I, I don't even think either of us really knew how big the implications were when we filmed it. Not we at just, all. Not at really. Not, yeah, not at all. It just felt like a, a the the natural evolution of the story, and it and it it felt like the timing was right, and it's funny because even as an actor, even though the relationship's not real. It honestly, like, it, 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 you start having real emotions about, about the, the, the intimate scenes that you have. Like, you honestly start thinking, are we rushing this? Or, no, yeah. it's the right time. Or, it actually felt like a real relationship where you're like, you know what, it's the right time. We've waited. We've been patient. We've, you know, it, it felt like that. So it kind of felt like it was just perfect in the evolution of the story. And, we had no idea it was going to be what it was. And and at the time of, of actually shooting it, I don't think we also had any idea in our heads that it was, you know, the first same-sex, daytime sex scene or, or whatever it was, because I think when we found that out after, we were both kind of like, oh, oh, man, I, I wonder, if, would I have done things differently, <laughs> like, you know, no, knowing that, but it's, it's cool, it's very exciting. Yeah, we we were both we were both definitely saying that uh, like we're kind of glad we didn't know that because it might have been a little extra pressure. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I, I have to I have to admit when I was when I first got treated to seeing Brett on on One Life to Live, and I mean I knew uh, Brett from before when I watched him on the, those couple of times and instances on on One Tree Hill, and the first emergence of of Kyle Lewis, I had no idea that it was going to go this route because <laughs> I, and it was good. I, I didn't. I, I, really, it, I was going like, wow, they're going to put these two guys together. Well, and I, 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 I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and all I kept going was like, wow, they're going to put these two guys together. I wonder if they're going to have that chemistry and everything that's going to basically come from a relationship. Are they going to be good together? Is it going to spark? Is it going to fire and everything? And as soon as we saw the episode where Kyle just impromptu kisses fish, right there, I was sunk in, pretty much. Oh, good. Nail in the coffin. Well, good, good. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, Scott and I have a really good, we've developed a really strong friendship. And that's, I mean, that's the, I think that everything can be attested to that because, you know whether or not we're in a we're in a romantic relationship or whether or not we're we're friends. You both, you know, both relationships require some sort of camaraderie or some sort of um, ability to to communicate to each other and 
and we uh, we really get along. And so that's that's a big part of it that we can get along on the set and off the set, and and it, it we really became comfortable with each other really quickly. Right, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you though, I think that David, you're talking about the the kiss in the Buenos Dias uh, alleyway. I think that might have been the day also for me and Brett. That was sort of like. Okay, here we go. This is this is happening. Like you know, because leading up to it, we didn't necessarily know. We didn't really know the backstory or anything. And then that day, it was kind of like, all right, and we move forward. So I think that was that right. was the first drop on the roller coaster. That was the big first drop on the roller coaster. Yeah, Our hands were up in the air and we were screaming. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, I mean, not so much. I was too much. <laughs> Uh, this, I actually got a question from, uh, her name's Heather. Heather wants to know from both of you, what is it like to be on a soap opera? Well. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, well you Brett, can Brett, you want to take it? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's, it's an, uh, soap operas are completely different from anything. You, uh, it's, it's its own entity. I mean, you, when people look at actors, they think, you know, and I, even even before, I think I probably was the same way. I I would look at theater and film and television and daytime and all of these things is like, well, it's acting. It's the same performance. Uh, soap operas require a completely different process, a completely different performance. You 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 know to to rehearse to memorize so many lines in so sh- short a time, and you spend more time memorizing your lines than you actually do performing them, which I think is. <laughs> It's probably the only media in our in our industry, in the acting profession, where that actually is true. Because we we you know you spend ten minutes or five minutes or ten minutes running over each scene, but then you only film it for one take. So it's actually preparation is much more important. You know, is is of the utmost importance on this compared to a lot of other things. And it's just the pace is insane. But when I, I'm really blessed to work with somebody like Scott. Not just because he's on the phone, I maybe might say this if he wasn't here. <laughs> but I'm really blessed to work with somebody like Scott because he and I work the same almost. We we're very, uh, you know, it 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 makes it a lot easier when the person you're working opposite kind of gets you and and you guys kind of have a rhythm together. So it's a very it it's, we a do lot. we do have a very a very similar process. We don't have to like you know there are certain people that want to be constantly running lines or or not at all and. We, you know, there's times we'll be running lines before we do it, and it just gets to a point where we both feel like, all right, we got it, we're good. And it's never one person wants more, one person wants less. So it's a really good give and take with me and Brett. And I am just Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. And, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's also good because some days the scenes are kind of important to me, and some days the scenes are really important to him or they're important to both of us, and we, we both really work with each other. It's, it's uh, we're, we're both really open to help each other and and kind of make sure each of us is really happy with the work once we leave that day. So, right. It's a mutual commitment. Very very good. Very very good. Yeah. And uh, and Scott, I gotta welcome you to, you to the ranks of Twitter before I go on. I gotta welcome you to the ranks of Twitter. I don't know how you got involved in that, but you're now going to become addicted. I'm terrified. I'm, I gotta tell you, I'm terrified. So far, I didn't even realize all this when people put the little at symbol and your thing, and there's like a different page you go to when people. And I just went to it just recently, and I saw all these things, and I'm like, oh great! I don't know where to see when people are talking to me. So I'm learning. I'm learning. I'll get Brett to teach me. 
No, trust me. I've been on forever, but the only thing I do is I have it hooked up to my fan page. So every time I write on my fan page, it writes on my Twitter. I have no idea about Twitter. I have no clue what's going on. So don't ask me. Well, I've, I've heard, I've heard yeah. I can ask Kristen Alderson. I heard she's a pro. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm yes, sure she, she is. is. Yes, she is. And, you know, we have to, one of these days, we're going to have to sit down and just basically have a one-on-one Twitter session with both of you so you'll know exactly how to, <laughs> how to a Twitter everybody. Yes. <laughs> they're they're probably teaching Twitter. I can probably, teach you, I can probably teach you in a half an hour. I mean, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, mean, I am so lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I know, so I already lying. know it's going to be, it's going to be a new addiction for me and it's, it's pretty dangerous and I, well, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. The only thing that I ask my students is that if I teach you, you must follow me. That's all you must do. Uh, <clears throat> not pulling your arm or anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, very good, very good. I was wondering if he would take that hint. So, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So what exactly can we expect from Kish coming up? Are we going to see them live that happily ever after life, or are we going to see, of course, they're going to have the problems or anything that we can look forward to coming up on the show, if you can say? What's the uh, you know, I don't know what I don't know what we are allowed and not allowed to say. I mean, I I don't we don't want to give away too much, but you know, the happily ever after is something that you know you guys are going to have to wait for as much as we're going to have to wait for. We don't necessarily know. We have our we have our hopes and our dreams, what we would like to have happen with the story, but. Over the next uh, couple of weeks, you're definitely going to see um, all this all this baby drama unraveling and what actually is going to happen with it, and you know what they decide to do. And it's actually we Brett and I uh, we shot some really really cool scenes with all of the drama, and I'm excited for those to air because I want to see how they turned out. But you know, with like like anything, a baby causes well doesn't always cause problems, but can cause problems. And I don't expect a baby can cause problems in a relationship. And I think. You know, you'll see, you'll see this our relationship get, you know, stronger, and you, you see some some real arguments and some real love, and it's great, and we had a lot of fun doing it. So I'm excited to see it. Um, I was gonna say, um, is that what you guys expect to see? As far minus the baby thing, minus the baby thing, but uh, you guys expect to see that in the relationship is to explore all. Pretty much everything, um, the ups and the downs, the love, the fights, and all that stuff. Pretty much, what's happening now with with the couple? This is what you this is what you want, basically. If you... Well, we just, I mean, we're, we're you know, we we got in this to explore. You know, you you want to explore every level of the relationship. You want to try to <laughs> remain as true to, you know, what happens in real life, and 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 try to try to tell a story accurately and you know, you don't want to skip steps and that's kind of what we're hoping. We're hoping that we get to continue this journey because most people think in daytime, okay, well all of the story is leading up to the relationship but once you get together people get bored. You know, that's that's yeah. what a lot of the that's what a lot of people say and I really doubt that would happen with Scott and I and I and I we just hope that they you know, just hoping that they, they write the, the story to continue the relationship and all all of its uh, glory, you know, the, the arguments and the love and the, the fights and the reconciliation and everything that goes along with the relationship, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that that happens. 
Very good. I like that. I like that. And, man, more questions coming up in my chat room here. Uh, Scott, is it fun playing a cop? Uh, yes, actually. And it's funny. One of my uh, one of my good family friends when I was just home in Massachusetts, one of my mom's good friends, she is a police actually, actually, and she um, works with an out uh, gay male cop. And he, I asked her to have him email me, and he just did. And it's it's cool. It was really cool hearing, like, real-life experiences and what's going on. But, you know, it's playing a police officer, I, when I first started, it was kind of like, okay, cool, I'm playing a police officer. And then all of a sudden, all this other storyline, you know, being a gay man on the show now. And it's it's really great because I think there's a lot of um, society, societal things that go along with it. And it's it's fun playing that side of the of the drama. Nice. Nice. And... This is for both of you. This is from uh, Sarah. She wants to know, um, other than each other, who are your favorite One Life to Live cast members to work with or would like to work with that you haven't gotten the chance to? Go ahead, Scott. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, you know, everyone, I, I being being the police officer, I get lucky that I get to work with a lot of people, whether it just be me showing up and taking down their statement. I get to work with a lot of them in that respect. But... Um, you know, I, I really Tika, uh, Tika Sumter and Dave Fumero, I you know live with them now on the show. They're they're so much fun, and Tika's sort of been there since you know I first joined, and she's always been she's always been a long time favorite of mine. Tika Tika is I think Tika is one of our uh, <laughs> if we had to fill out a relationship thing and and find the things that both Brett and Scott are very fond of Tika. Sumter would be high up on that list. Uh, yes, definitely love working with that girl. I think for me it would be a Bob Woods. I don't get to work with Bob enough. I, I love Bob. I sit, we sit in the hallway and have the longest conversations. He's like he's. I've, I got one day of work with him, and it was it was it was one of my most fun days of work, just because there's so much to learn from this man on set. But you know, in my first day with him, he was so giving and, and such a generous actor, which is rare. Um, I, I really wish I could work with Bob Woods more. So basically you're jealous because I get to work with him all the time. <laughs> I, am very, I am very jealous. I am extremely jealous, and I write in my diary every night. <laughs> <laughs> you write in your diary every night. I wish I yeah. could work with Bob Woods. Yes, Damn, yes absolutely. <laughs> Damn Scott Evans for working with Bob Woods every single day in that cop uniform. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it says in the, in the journal too. Am I am I close or am I way off? <laughs> it's all good. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh man, we got a we got a person. Um, I'm sorry if I'm gonna mess up your name. Believe me, I know the feeling. Uh, Natalie Acosta or Natalie, however you say Natalie she's Acosta. I she is yes, she's from Argentina. I could tell you where she's from. Excuse me. <laughs> she's a, she's a, she's a very she's a very uh a very uh loyal fan and I I write back and forth with her a lot on Facebook. So I absolutely know who she is. Yeah, I think yeah, she just said she that we've we've reached Latin America. She's from Buenos Aires. She just put that on my Twitter. Wow, Twitter's incredible. See? <laughs> <laughs> You're actually watching on you're paying attention on Twitter right now, Scott. That's well, amazing. I, 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 you already like know the, more than I do. 
I'm learning. I'm learning. You're already past me. That's sad. <laughs> I've never looked at my Twitter account. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> you're seriously sitting there right now looking. I mean, it's different for me for me to do it, but you're sitting there right now looking at your Twitter. Well, I just no, pulled it up. Somebody was like, up. somebody was like, what's the buzzworthy radio station? How do I find it? And I'm sitting here trying to find it to tell them, and I have no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't work Twitter. I can't work it. Well, I want to know. That, uh, I, I bet you it's Natalie. Natalie, it might be Natalie, but I want—I want to ask her a question. I'm very curious. She wants to know how do you channel your emotions before doing a scene. Oh, see, she's good. I knew she'd have like at least a, a good question. I knew that. Um, you know, I—I think—I—I I think, uh, I, I think that—I mean, I, I can only speak for myself. I don't know how Scott would answer this, but I—I I feel like. Before a scene, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't attest to how everyone else works, but for me personally, um, I kind of just in the moments, in the moments during a scene and leading up to a scene. I mean, I guess we just. I'm trying to figure out how to answer that question because I, I don't do a lot of sensory work. I don't do a lot of sensory preparation, and, and there's all these different, you know, there's there's all these different techniques you can use to get in the right emotional space before scenes. Um, soap operas aren't really the place where you have the time to do that. Right. Um, I think Scott and I just, I think on a deeper level, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the blessing of working with each other, I think. I think on a deeper level, we're, we're both, you know, we're both sensitive men. We're both strong men, but we're both sensitive men. And I think that we really connect on a on a, on a deeper level that's not just on the surface. I think there's emotionally we really actually do connect very well. So I think that it's it's less how do we prepare for those scenes before and more more the answer is that we just really are connected to each other and to the work in the moment. And it really is just fluid and organic and natural. And there's been times where Scott has cried and I absolutely didn't expect it. And there were times where I've cried, where I didn't expect it. There's been times where it's just organic. We just go with it, and we work really well together that we can both kind of follow and we can both lead depending on the moment. And I think that's why the work at times is so, like in the in the, in the scene when at the gay uh, the big gay wedding ceremony. Um, that sounds like that sounds like a my big fat Greek wedding. I'm sure we could we could write a whole different movie now. Um, I, I uh, you know when I go up to Scott and conf- or go up to Oliver when Kyle goes up to Oliver and confesses his love, like I really didn't expect it to be emotionally overwhelming. I wasn't intending to to break and to you know have tears and everything like that, but it happened. And I think it's just because of the connection between Scott. And Brett is is strong enough in, in the friendship, and we actually really do trust each other um, so much that the emotions come through Kyle and Oliver so genuinely. I completely agree. That's for me. With soap, yeah, with soap operas, it's hard to do all that you know like preparation beforehand and everything, especially since you know you can look at lines and and be memorizing them and trying to do work on them, and then go in and I'll get together with Brett and we'll be running them, and it's like, oh wait a minute. No, no, no. Okay, this this scene is something totally different. It's not a quiet scene. It's a it's a loud scene, or it's not a yelling scene. It's a quiet scene, or you know, you you don't really know until you get with someone, especially with me and Brad. Like we we get together and we'll run lines before we go up 
and actually put it on tape, and we discover new things and find new things. So keeping it organic is way more important than going in there with so much preparation that you have your set ways, and then you can't react to what they're going to do. So I think with us, it just it comes, you know, on the day, and it it hopefully works out most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Like all these little nuances that happen uh, when you guys are in, the, in these scenes together that you uh, look for kind of thing, right? What did like you say? Like this sort of like little nuances that you guys have between each other. Well, we're just – it's just – honestly, it's so much more fun when it's just as unexpected to us as it is to the audience. You know, what what, what happens in a scene when – when we when we're surprised in a scene by either each other by ourselves, when when it when it takes on a life of its own within a scene, that's that's why we do what we do. That's the the beautiful part of of being an actor is when you have all the words on the page, you have all the stage directions, you have all the blocking, you're you know you're you have fifty to a hundred people on the other side of the camera from you, and everything's kind of laid out. But in the middle of the scene, when something unexpected happens, that's the beautiful, that's the beautiful moment as a performer. And I think Scott and I have that happen a lot because we both work the same way, and that keeps us both really engaged in every moment that we have on the screen. It's great. We have we've gotten to that point where we are so comfortable with each other that we we're not afraid to just do something in a scene because you know you know we're not going to worry about what what it's going to do to the other person because we can react to each other so well at this point. We've worked together so much. Yeah, absolutely. And and honestly, even in the beginning, it was kind of like that. I mean, that first day, that first kiss, the, the that whole first day that we worked together, we we were kind of winging it with each other, and it, and it went really, really well because we both were just there and present. And, it, and we knew from that first little moment that this, you know, okay, cool, like I'm ready for this, this ride, and it's going to be a fun ride because we could just tell in the beginning. Very cool. Very cool. You, you yeah. pretty much answered my next question, so now I don't have to ask it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Move it on. <laughs> um, and uh, this this one also came from uh, diversity in daytime. I, we we touched on it a little bit, but um, they they did want to know: uh, Will they get back to showing Christian, Layla, Fish, and Kylo Quad? And they were so much fun. They they wanted to know that. We touched on it, but. Uh, you know if we're gonna have scenes between well, all four of those guys again. Uh, Christian, we haven't, Layla. We haven't, we haven't filmed anything recently, but we're we're definitely hoping to because we're all friends off the set. Uh, David Fumero and I might uh, hang out in a little while, uh, hang out a little bit later t- tonight. Um, and Tika and I are really good friends, and obviously Scott mentioned that he and Tika and he and David are really good friends. So. We we love the the pairing of the the their couple and our couple together. And we haven't gotten to explore that enough. Um, we haven't gotten to explore that enough by any means. So we haven't filmed much lately. Sorry, my publicist was going. We haven't filmed much lately, but uh, but we're it's like, come on, dude, you should know I'm in, on an interview right now. <laughs> we haven't we haven't filmed much lately, but uh, we're really we're really really hoping we could. He's calling to tell you to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I love you too, Scott. I love you too. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, 
I God. wanted to... <laughs> I can't move on to the next point. Uh, <laughs> What's the next point? Uh, the, next, the next point. Uh, I, I wanted to... Since I got you both here, this is going to be really interesting. I would have loved for you guys to do a promo for this show. Say anything okay. along the realms of this is Brett Claywell and Scott Evans, and you're listening to Buzzworthy Radio. You can do them together. You can do them separate. I don't care. Have fun with it. <laughs> Roll with it. Do whatever it is that, you know. Go go for it, Brett. Take it away. Use that raspy voice. Uh, what, are we doing this together or separate? How about Brett starts it off and then and Scott joins in somewhere? <laughs> All right, go for it. Okay. All right. Uh, this is Brett Claywell. Plays and Scott Evans. Everyone likes to live. Oh, and yeah. Scott Evans Please. playing Oliver Fish. <laughs> and you are listening See to... See how bad that went? <laughs> What's the phone delay? It's the phone delay. Do we, do, do we get... Oh, that was the phone delay. Okay. Take two. We get two takes this time. Yeah. All right, this is Brett Claywell. Uh, plays uh, Kyle Lewis on One Night Tour. And Scott Evans playing Oliver Fish on One Life to Live, and you are listening to Buzzworthy Radio. Buzzworthy Radio. <laughs> Good, I like it. Good. I like it a lot. So, did you did you guys have fun? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I'm glad you have. I had fun. I had a blast. Thanks so much, you guys, for coming out here. And and Scott, last minute. Thanks for tuning out here. It was great having you here. I seriously did not think you were going to get here, but I'm glad you did. It was a lot of fun, man. Not I appreciate a problem. All of you guys stopping over here. Have fun oh, on the rest of Twitter. Yeah, I, I'm going to go check it right now. Follow him on Twitter, everybody, at Real Scott Evans. Brett Claywell's on there, even though he really doesn't use the Twitter. So find his fan page on Facebook. It's basically Brad Claywell. No, nothing difficult. It's all simple. So follow those two guys. They're great. We love them the best. Thanks again, you guys. Call back your publicist now so he knows that you're not dead or something. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate well, thank it. Thanks you, so thank much, you guys. Much you Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was uh, Scott Evans and Brett Claywell uh, from our interview on Friday that we did. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the show tonight. I am. I just. I just need to say that I got loads of tweets and messages that were flying in during that. I'm so happy that you enjoyed this show tonight. I cannot express enough how much humble I was to speak with the man because he is. He is the. No matter what you say about this interview, I love her to death, but. The fact remains, Maurice Bedard is the face of ABC Daytime. It's not just John Hospital. And can I tell you how nervous I was doing this <laughs> when I talked to him? Can I tell you how, and I said this when I spoke to Robin Strasser on Joanne's show, Stardust Radio, I was white as a sheet. I pretty much felt the same way doing that, doing this one. Oh, man, I tell you what. But... I had a blast. I had a blast that you guys had a blast. And I hope you guys come back in the not-too-distant future. We are working on some things right now for some people stopping by. I have my radar set for some more general hospital stars to make their way here because I actually have not had a lot of GH people 
within the past several months. And I need to get back into doing that because I was very GH-centric last year. And I don't know what happened. It kind of like it kind of like fizzled out. But I definitely want to have some more General Hospital stars make their way here onto the buzzworthiness. So I'm definitely going to be working on that. And some other things as well. I will definitely keep you posted. Follow us on Twitter, at Buzzworthy Radio. You can join our fan page on Facebook. Basically, just search for Buzzworthy Radio and become a fan. Become a fan and look for our website, buzzworthyradio.net, where you can be in tune with who's coming up. All of our past episodes will be there. But I am signing off. We were going to probably have some callers call in and talk about the current storyline, but we didn't uh, get as many as I hoped for because they all left the line. <laughs> they all left the line as soon as Maurice's uh, interview en- ended. But, yeah, absolutely, we'll definitely try one of those kind of things again. If you guys are interested, just let me know. But I'm signing off here. Make sure you guys check out Brandon's Buzz on the network. Check out Stardust Radio here on the network. I am signing off. It's been a pleasure. Novelle J. Lee, see you guys next time. And make sure you get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. Take care. Bye. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.